This episode is brought to you by Factor Meals. It certainly is because eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. If you're somebody like me who cannot cook to save their little lives, it's a game changer. Every fresh, never frozen meal is chef crafted, dietitian approved, and ready to eat in, wait for it, just two minutes. Plus, you'll have over 35 options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. You can pick from two minute meals where you can fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. With pancakes, smoothies, and more, discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. And Factor Meals are ready to heat and eat. They're ready. There's no prepping. There's no cooking. There's no chopping up veggies. None of that stuff. If you're like me and you're busy, whack on a podcast, whack these in, and they're ready to go. Nothing for you to do. No cleanup either. And the great thing is it's flexible for your schedule. So you can get as much or as little as you need when choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime if anything changes. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast premium options with no cooking required. So sign up and save. Factor is less expensive than takeaway and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. So head to factormeals.com slash TWTW50 and use code TWTW50 to get 50% off. That's code TWTW50 at factormeals.com slash TWTW50 to get 50% off. Hello, I'm Grongy Maguire and this is Chantelle Fiducian and Pate. Hello. bonded over our love of reminiscing about weird celebrity couples. The ones no one would believe happened if Google wasn't there to back it up. We want you to join us as we remember when love was young, times were simpler, and we really thought that Angelina and Billy Bob Thornton were going to make it. Every week we're joined by a celebrity guest to discuss the showbiz romance they never got over. So take our hand and stroll down memory lane with us as we remember the, the way, way they were. Hi Chantelle. Hi Grania, how are you? Well, I'm very excited about this episode. I feel like this is like a breaking news, the way they were podcast. It's just a shame, dear listeners, oh. that we recorded this episode <laughs> just before the bombshell book that you all know about was released. So, so Grania, why don't you talk about a few of the okay. things that we would have discussed. Okay, so let me just take you behind the curtain of the way they were podcasts. What happens is uh, a guest says, oh, this is a couple I'm really interested in, that I go away and research the couple. And if there's memoirs or, you know, books about them, I will read them. And then I, I go through all sorts of like magazines and you're just trying to get, okay, the juicy details, the juicy quotes. And with a couple, you know, that can sometimes take a while. And then to find out, I, I've spent weeks kind of like going through. And then that week, her bloody memoir comes out. <laughs> like that week, <laughs> Brittany goes, oh, Grania, were you 
interested in my relation with Justin. Oh, you should have told me, babes. I've written it all down. You didn't need to do any of that. So um, it was it was bittersweet. It was. I guess it's we, we've learned a lesson in, in future. If there's a memoir on the way, maybe don't record the episode till after it comes out. <laughs> we've learned something here. So, but this guys, it happened. That being said, neither of us have read the memoir as yet. As yet. But um, judging from the headlines and I think the quote unquote juiciest parts of it, we have an idea of all the new information that we probably would get from it. Mm-hmm. And it's not a huge amount of new information. So I still feel like what we discuss in our episode is pretty valid because we only learned a few new things about her and Justin. For starters, we, in our episode, you'll hear us refer to her alleged cheating. She admits to said cheating in the book. But but as you guessed, because you guessed in the pod, in the, in the pod, God, it makes it sound like we were in Love is Blind. You, <gasps> I wish. <laughs> <laughs> you said in the, the, in, when we were recording this, your gut instinct was it was probably just a sneaky kiss. She confirms, she confirms that. your suspicions. It just shows how well we know our celebrity people. We know what we're talking about here. And what, the only thing else we found out was... Well, just off the back of her having a little kissy-kissy with the choreographer, it apparently was in retaliation for Justin having a little kissy-kissy. Exactly. With allegedly... The cheekiest old saint, Natalie Appleton. Which I am really into, by the way. So, Oh, sorry, Nicole Appleton. Nicole, Nicole Appleton. Yeah. Natalie, we, we don't want... Him and Nicole make sense. Is Nicole the one that dated Robbie and Yes. She, was, she likes to find the solo artist in a boy band and go for them. So this, this stands to reason for her. So, yeah. Were you surprised? Because obviously the big story that really the press caught on from her memoir was the news that she and uh, Justin had had an abortion mm-hmm. while they were in... Uh, while they were dating she was still really really young she was a little bit more sort of ambivalent about whether to continue with the pregnancy Mm -hmm. whereas it seems like Justin was very clear that this wasn't a good idea Mm -hmm. where they were at this time in their life we was did that surprise you or did any of that change your opinion on their relationship I don't think it changed my opinion on the relationship I also just to say I don't really agree with the fan theories that the song every time due to the video is now related to that. I think that's people kind of reaching a bit. I'm not sure I buy that. I don't think it was too surprising. I I don't want to get into the politics of abortions. I know that can be quite a touchy <laughs> subject of people. I will say I I think any negative feelings that anyone has now towards a teenage or a younger person like Justin and Brittany for making that decision seems a bit wrong-headed at the moment. I think mm-hmm. I, I think that they were wise to make that choice that they wanted to make. Mm-hmm. And I think that, and I don't think she, crucially, I don't think Britney mentioned that to try and say what an asshole Justin Timberlake is. But I think it's very important. I think it's been taken that way by a lot of people of, oh, let's blame him. I don't think she herself, having read the excerpt, I don't think she was saying, wasn't he a bastard? She was just simply stating the facts. I kind of would have done it Justin wasn't into it. I presume the unspoken text there is that she didn't want to do it on her own. She yeah. probably had a lot of people around her saying, Brittany, you're at the start of your career. This ain't going to help. If she had done it, it would have been a very, very big deal 20 years yeah. ago as opposed to now. So, which she kind of witnessed happening when a similar thing happened with her sister not too many years later and how that was treated by the media. And so had she done that, had she gone ahead with the pregnancy, it would have been a massive deal. Had she announced then she was having an abortion, that would have been a huge deal. So 
Suffice to say, if nothing else, I can totally understand why she kept this to herself for 20 years. Put it that way. Yeah. And it's it's good that she's I just I think it's always good when we normalize talking about things like this. And I think it's quite nice. There doesn't seem to be I know people have sort of sort of turned it into this sort of like dramatic twist in their yeah. love story. But it's good that I think there's n- there's only been such an outpouring of real affection and, and exactly. care. For, Which for... I don't think either of them would have received at the time. This would have been received very differently by the media, by the general public 20 years ago than her saying it. And even now, there are still some people who are very, especially in the South of America, I'm going to tell you all this, there is still some negative reaction to this. So fair enough for her keeping it to herself. Fair enough for her doing it. We are pro-choice at this podcast. And so all the power to her. And wouldn't that baby have been cute? (laughs) But also, also, I think they made the right decision. I'll say that personally. Final question. Yes. How do you feel, or were you surprised by the news that apparently, according to Brittany, Justin dumped her via text message? Via text message! I mean, I'll be honest with you, it does add another layer of juice to this story. I don't think it's it's a difficult thing to say that I think they were both kind of idiotic children at the time. And I think, and so it doesn't surprise me, to put it that way, I don't think it is surprising that in 2001 a guy dumped his teenage girlfriend by text. Like, no, it doesn't surprise me. I bet he, I bet he did. I bet he dumps a few girls like that. I bet, I, bet, I bet that happened to a bunch of girls her age at the exact same time what's happening to yeah. her. So yeah, 22-year-old, 21-year-old boys given a lot of money and being told they're gorgeous. Guess what? They don't always act like perfect gentlemen. So <laughs> not surprising, I have to say. I'm just very happy that Colin Farrell came out very well from this memoir. That's what matters. That's what he matters. He came out. It's his his renaissance continues. So I'm very Long grateful for, for that. He's the Keanu Reeves <laughs> of Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, speaking of talent that we adore, um, we were so happy. We finally we finally got her on the pod. She's a busy gal, but we locked her down. We've been playing telephone back and forth with this girl. She, it's been a nightmare trying to get hold of her, but she was all, cry me a river. I'm not coming on. And we were like, but every time we phone you, you have to. Do you see what I'm doing there, guys? Anyways, we finally got her the queen not only of comedy, but it turns out of choreography. The one and only Sakisa. The, the way they were. Hi, Sakisa. Hi, Sakisa. How are you? I'm good. Thank you very much. How are you? Thank you. Thanks so much for being here. Finally. We're so excited. <laughs> we finally got you on our podcast. And uh, I, I do appreciate it. And <laughs> <laughs> um, we are a very romantic podcast. You can tell by the way we've been we've been tracking. We've been hunting you down as a guest and now we finally got you. That's how romantic we are. Do you consider yourself a romantic person? Um, I would say I used to be when I was younger. I used to read quite a lot of romance novels. Um, those young couple books, the fake love, falafel, all those. Um, and then... Were you ever reading like Mills and Boone books? Did you go yeah. properly into that? Oh, I got, yeah. I got Eric well into... Dickey was my favourite author. I don't know um, who that is. He's an is she... Af- he, was an, he was an American, um, an African-American writer. And his books were quite like, Mm. Um, but he was very like saucy I met him once I think I was like 17 or 16 he came to London and he had like a book reading and a signing in W.H. Smith in Brixton yes one of my books is actually signed and unfortunately he's deceased now he passed away a few years ago 
And me and my friend were gutted because he had a series of like, he had like this continuous like story that yeah. was going over like several books. And it's like, it didn't uh, finish. It's, it's a, not technically finished. So, like, so what happened? <laughs> oh no. You're all left on this cliffhanger. Yeah, forever. <laughs> and also because like all my books, I have loads of books and most of them are romance novels. I will, I'm not going to lie. Most of them are like romantic, but they're all kind of like moldy now. Because I've just been up there. So oh. I actually tried to download one of the books on like my my iPhone. And it was I wanted to have a specific book and I know, and the book unfortunately is only in audio. And I kinda was like, I don't know if I could do a romantic yeah, quite sexy when, book audio. I was wise. gonna say, if it's like, like Mills and Boons vibes, when it starts discussing those sex scenes, I don't need someone no. else's voice in there. Yeah, no. I agree with you. I'm with you. It's a big it just, swing. It will just turn me off. Yeah. yeah. What is your love language? So love language, how we express our needs, wants and desires. What do you, do you consider your love language? So my love language is mostly physical touch, but also acts of service. I don't like mm. words of affirmation. Me and Max boyfriend have had a really bad conflict about that. And I, it's only because I didn't realize I was dyslexic. So that's probably why I don't <laughs> like words of affirmation. But also with me personally, I don't like words. I think actions speak louder than words. So if someone is quite like if I if if I know someone's interested in me, it's because of how their actions are. Mm. So all my all my love languages relate around that. To be honest, interesting. Okay, like Should if I someone tell tells you- me that I'm gorgeous or beautiful, I'm kind of like no, doesn't do anything for you. No, it doesn't. It really doesn't. It honestly really doesn't. But if they open the door for you before the restaurant, I kind of think that's corny. I'm like, if you, oh, that's a service. I'm <laughs> that like, counts. <laughs> If you pay the bill. Oh, that's a real act. That's a universal love language. That's, yeah. that's, that's not personal to you. That's everyone. Well, Sakisha, you have, I say this every time, but uh, when if you've, if you've seen the couple that we're about to talk about before you've listened to this podcast, you will join me in agreeing that this is an iconic couple. But it's okay. a couple as yet Chantel doesn't know and I'm very excited. So I can tell, uh, you should tell, that our couple got together in the sunny year of 1999. Okay, okay, 99. Okay, 99. I'm there. It was the year of Bill Clinton's impeachment trial. Gwyneth Paltrow wins Best Actress at the Oscars. And every <laughs> film in and every film and TV show in the world is playing that year's release, Dido, No Angel. Okay. But that's not all that was happening because also a very special romance was taking centre stage in the stadium of our heart. Okay. And what could I say about this romance? Oh, baby, baby. How were we supposed to know? That's what I thought. When you said 99, I was like, is it Britney and Justin? Is it Britney and Justin? Are we it's finally Britney doing and Britney Justin. and Justin? Yeah, we're doing Britney. I was, I was, I've never guessed by the year alone, but I was this, I was like, it's Britney and Justin. It has to be Britney and Justin. But I didn't yeah. want to jump the gun and be wrong. <laughs> it's fucking Britney and Justin. Yeah. It's the, it's the epic relationship. It's the one. It's, we've done it. We've, oh, we've, I think this has been long, long waited for. Long I'm surprised you've not done it already because like, it I is. hear you. It I think people are epic... scared of it. People are scared of an iconic couple. Yeah, man, it goes all the way back from 1992. 
It's a it's, long way to go. Oh, we'll go there. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. Oh, but before God. we do a deep dive, this is a lot. Uh, Sakisa, what does what does this couple mean to you? Why do you care about this couple? Because it was the pinnacle of pop music for me. I love pop music. Um, I have a very weird skill. I've got photographic memory. So I love to dance. That's generally the thing that makes me happy in life is to dance. But I, I say I had, I still have a very bad th- uh, thing of learning dance routines. And in the mm-hmm. 90, late 90s, early noughties, dance routines were very popular. MTV was very popular. So like I know all of NSYNC's routines. I know all of Britney Spears' routines. I know all of Beyonce's routines. Uh, Janet Jackson, Michael Jackson, Steps. Anyone that's got a routine, I kind of know them. So, like, I used to watch MTV Music Awards and I would watch it and I would automatically know the routine. Mm-hmm. So, like, watching Britney and Justin in their little cute little matching outfits when they first came out, I, I saw them together in 1999 at the MTV Awards and they came out together. Well, let's say came out together. Basically, it was NSYNC, then it was Britney yep. who came out, but they came out, shared the stage. So mm-hmm. it was basically NSYNC came out and did their performance, and then Britney Spears came out and did. Oops, I did it again. No, was that when it, it was set in? The, was that when yeah. it was set in a in like a school? There were like lockers behind it. Yeah, there was everything. lockers. Yeah, there was yeah. lockers. Yeah, 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 I remember that. Yeah. So I that was the first like routine I learned from both of them, but then you could kind of feel like there was chemistry. You knew. You knew. It was sexy. So I think this is the first time that the reason a guest chose a couple is mainly choreography-based, which I'm really into as a reason to be into a couple. I'm I'm happy with this. She just likes the dance routines. I like it. I love dance routines. Yeah. It got sexy at one point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so before we go any further, obviously, before you have your dessert, you have to have your vegetables. Mm -hmm. Vegetables, science, that is, they're astrological charts. So... Brittany, December 2nd, she's a Sagittarius queen. Justin, January 31st, Aquarius. So, Sakisa, mm-hmm. just from their astrological charts, what percentage do you think a Sagittarius and Aquarius ever have of working out? I'm going to say a 65%. Oh, okay. She's going straight in. She's strong as well. I feel like you know what you're talking about here. Because you really seem to just go in heavy with that. And she really, you didn't see her face. She really was like doing the maths in her head. Yeah, she was really working it out. I'm going to go even higher. I'm going to say 88%. Okay, well, I can I can tell you, I can reveal. According to the, the, the astrological charts that govern us all, uh, this was their chance. None of these partners is that emotional on the surface. Although Sagittarius... Brittany can fall in and out of in and out of love quite often. It's a good thing that Sagittarius Brittany is so changeable, or they would have trouble keeping up with their Aquarius Justin partner. Sagittarius Brittany okay. will change their minds many times, probably going from one extreme to another. Well, I mean, she's a, <laughs> <That's> she's, <laughs> it's a it's putting it mildly. <laughs> On the other hand, Aquarius, Justin, will need to form attachment first and then wait for the certainty of their partner's love. The percentage of this match working out, 85%. Oh, I was very close. You were very close. I was nearly on the money. See, I was initially going to go higher. Oh, don't say it now, (laughs) Sakisa, it's too late. (laughs) 
Okay, so before we, we even let the couples meet, let's find out what sort of backgrounds they're from. So Justin, let's go to him first. So he's born in Memphis. He comes from a very religious background. His parents are Baptist. His parents divorced when they were young. In third grade, Chantal, what age is third grade? Eight, eight to so nine. Eight. At eight years old, he forms his first boy band. His mother sees him performing on stage and says, my son is a star. He is a star. So she starts dressing him up in little cowboy outfits and enters him in talent competitions. She's like, oh, my little Justin, he's going to be a superstar. I've seen those pictures. He did wear a lot of cowboy outfits. It was a lot. <laughs> I mean, it looks good, but it was a lot. Um, it is he, Memphis. Uh, it yeah. is goddamn Memphis. You're right. So then he goes to Orlando to audition for Star Search, yep. which was like the American X Factor of its time. And while he's there, he finds out they're also auditioning for a little show called The Mouseketeers. Mm -hmm. The Mickey Mouse Club. The mm. Mickey Mouse Club. The Mickey Mouse Club. Okay, so let's pause Justin there mm -hmm. and let's go to another little southern state where little Miss Brittany Jean Spears is growing up. Now, Brittany, her upbringing, it, it's, she basically has like, you know, like her, her rags to riches story. It's like Mallory Monroe. Judy Garland, it's that level of <laughs> bloody hell. I mean, she survived that little. It's a miracle she can brush her hair, let alone. Um... Well, the, the jury's still out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Keisha, are you, are you, a, how, do you, how do you, I have a big, I love Britney Spears. I have a big emotional character. I think, Chantel, you're too close. You're a, you, I'm not, you're, you're a Southern I'm girl. A, I'm a controversial, not that into Britney person. So, I'm a, I'm, I'm, I know I know. there's a few of us around, but we are out there. And a lot of us are from Louisiana as well. And we know too many girls like her. That's a part of it. So on the, on the sort of gradient between Chantel and me, who sees her as our generation's Princess Diana, where do you fall on how you feel about Britney Spears? <laughs> that doesn't, doesn't, doesn't look good for Britney if you say that, Grania. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you went a bit too deep with that. Like, like... <laughs> well, I thought you went things to end well for her. <laughs> Yeah, I, I've always been a big Britney fan up until I kind of was like, okay, fine, you're going to get married to Federline, mm -hmm. but Federline will do you dirty. And I was right. I was right. Because... She's protecting and we'll find out why she needs protecting when you find out what her early years were like. So family was very troubled. They were extremely poor and her dad was an abusive alcoholic with a gambling problem and pill addiction. And it, I'm doing him a kindness by just leaving it at that. Like, yeah, that's yeah. not even me. Like he, her dad was. It's rough. Her dad sometimes had to hunt possums. In order to um, feed the family. Oh, hang on a sec. I've just okay, realized. I will say that is genuinely just how some people eat. Yeah, <laughs> some, exactly. people, some people in America just hunt their food. That's just how you eat. That really is just Louisiana. That's this country. <laughs> so, um, very poor. Her mother mm -hmm. basically puts the entire family's hope on the slim shoulders of little Brittany Jean. She enters her in pageants, talent competitions, gymnastic competitions. By the age of nine, she's doing up to 20 activities a day until her family can find the one that will make her famous. Yeah. So both her and Justin, both from very poor families, both feel like their family's futures depend on them becoming hugely successful, both Southern Baptists, and weirdly enough, both 
Mom's called Lynn. It matters. That's why, so, they, that's why they were so good. Yeah. So 1992, they meet in Orlando. They're both auditioning for the Mickey Mouse Club. This mm-hmm. is what Justin says. He says, I was in love with her from the start. I was infatuated with her from the moment I saw her. And this is what people around Brittany said. Everyone on set knew she had a big crush on Justin. And when she was performing, she was just trying to impress him. Can I ask how old they are in this? Aren't they like nine? They're, they're like 11. <laughs> they're 11. 12. They're 11. Oh, 92, 92. I thought you said 90, 92. Okay. Yeah, obviously when you're that age, or you you get paid, you're basically on TV getting paid to sing and dance and be around other kids. You have no other knowledge of what's around you, really. Do you? Yeah. So this is like so the dream. Much- <laughs> and so Justin said that Britney was his first kiss. They were playing Truth or Dare, and then Classic. his friend dared him to kiss her. Now, do you want just for the on the nose irony of it all? Whose song was playing in the background when Justin and Britney have their first kiss? Would Sakita, would you like to guess? Was oh. it Madonna? It was Janet Janet Jackson. Jackson. Uh, I knew it. And I'd like to think Justin paused after the kiss and thought, hmm, one I'd day really, one day I will destroy that woman's career to further <laughs> my own. So they're in the Musketeers, but they think this is it. They're going to be famous. Their lives are going to be changed forever. However, sadly, the Mickey Mouse Club is cancelled. After two years. Well, actually, I've got a fun fact about that. It's terrible. Justin actually left before it got cancelled uh-huh. because he got the audition for NSYNC. Oh, Justin. He's and always going to be on the prize. And then it got cancelled. Well. Yeah, so they got separated. Do you think they had like a final sad like dance off together? I mean, no, it's, it's I come back like, since. I'll put it that way. Yeah, <laughs> it's never like, really gone. I feel like Christina Aguilera was on the side going, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> I feel like Mickey Mouse Club has thought of being a much bigger deal than it is because you only had it if you had Disney Channel. Yeah. And you only had Disney Channel if you were pretty, like, pretty well off. And so not, like, I didn't have, I never watched the Mickey Mouse Clubs. I didn't have Disney Channel and not many people I know did. So it's kind of this weird thing that's become a part of, like, sort of pop culture, even though most people didn't weren't seeing it. it. You know what I mean? It's yeah. weird. I think it's because, like, a lot of people that we know came from there. Yeah. Like Ryan Gosling, Britney, Christina. Yeah. And and just that era seemed to bring us so many people. Yeah. yeah. But it's just odd that no, not many of us were watching them when they were on there. So Justin stays in Orlando because he's now joined NSYNC. His mom moves in with the band. They're managed by Lou Pearlman, now, at the time, he's many things. He's the most important person in 90s pop music. Yep. He created the Backstreet Boys. Unfortunately for little Justin, he is also ruthlessly exploiting all his acts and a bit of a creepy bad guy. So if we want to sort of think about the sort of person that Justin turned into, it just is a quite a, a toxic space, I think, for a young teenage teenage boy yeah to be in neither of them really got a great chance of being fully actualized adults but i mean we can't do a whole thing on child stars we all know this story yeah. guys yeah. We, know <laughs> we, we know stars. this we, we know, know this. there's too many examples there's nothing new there's nothing new to see here in many ways really i just drew, think- Bar- drew barrymore is like cry me a river honey <laughs> yeah. i was doing coke in 54 by this point <laughs> <laughs> You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. 
LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. I just think it's Justin, I mean, he's, you know, for many people, a problematic figure, but it's so, like, to be living in a house yeah, with Luke Perlman. You know, as, at that age. Anyway. Uh, it's a surprise he turned out as sort of not that as bad as he is, to be honest. It could, yeah. have, been, it's, it, it could have been a lot worse. So, Brittany, heartbroken, moves back to her small little town in Louisiana. Kenwood. Um, me, Kenwood, Louisiana, that's it. Um, meanwhile, her mother, Lynn, lets Brittany have boyfriends at a very young age. At, from 14, she's allowed to have boys stay over at her house. She encourages her to date an 18-year-old quarterback because she thinks it'll be sort of good for the family. Mm -hmm. And at 16, Brittany is going to bars with her older brother. Once again, it's Louisiana, guys. I don't don't know what to tell you. (laughs) Basically, Lynn is the original I'm a cool mom. (laughs) She really is. Yeah, as long as you have them over at our house, if you're going to do drugs, do them here. Yeah. It's all right. We've got you. Did you know any mums like that when you were growing up, Sakisa, who would like let boys stay around their friends' no. houses and stuff? I knew oh. one. I knew one girl who had the same situation and she was allowed to like have boys stay over whatever she wanted. And, and it was her mom was kind of literally, like you said, the cool mom. And you guys want some, you, what's, you want some wine spritzers? It's fine. And we're like, we don't want to get drunk with your mom. Yeah. <laughs> so that's weird. No. No, I grew up in South London. That would never happen. <laughs> Didn't happen. I wasn't allowed boys staying over. No cool moms. No, cool moms didn't do not exist in Ireland. And look how look yeah exactly. Grind didn't have it. Look how the three of us turned out. There you yeah. go. <laughs> so Brittany and Justin, you know, are going their separate ways. But luckily, destiny is about to reunite them because mm-hmm. at sixteen, Brittany finally gets signed to Jive Records, and she gets offered a spot as an opening act on NSYNC's big tour. It's meant to be. So she's nobody. She's coming out. She's doing the tour support. Other people like Raven Simone, she's also doing tour support. They're all going together all over the country. But it's obvious Justin and Brittany still really like each other. And Lance Bass said he and NSYNC were so frustrated by their nervousness around each other Mm -hmm. that they ended up locking Brittany and Justin in a room together for three hours for three hours? Wow. Three hours. What happened to seven minutes in heaven? Three hours? Jesus. And that's when they finally got together. Well, after three hours, I'd make out with anyone. I'd just be like, we might yeah. never get out again. This could be yeah. it. I'm like, oh, and- you're going to have to do now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just, wear, just wear him down. It was Stockholm Syndrome more than anything else, maybe. <laughs> um, Sakisha, did you, did you have any sort of like teenage crushes or... Anyone you wanted to get locked in a closet with for three hours? No, not really. I mean, not a teenage boy, no. no. I went to an all-girls school, so like... Oh, did you? Yeah, so like, we didn't really have much boys hanging around. But this this, this is why you were got into the books instead, perhaps? Yeah, probably, yeah. Yeah. I, um, I went to an all-girls school too, and I will tell you, if you... Well, I don't know if this is the same with you. 
if you go to an all girls school, everybody wants, you know, like this one girl who's like always breaking up with somebody, always getting together with somebody. She's got an eating disorder, but it lasts a week. And then the next week she finds out she's adopted. There's always that one girl. Yeah, the drama girl. Oh, but it's like, because everybody's so bored in our school. It was like, it was all about like how how close you were to that girl because you want to be yeah you think you know the drama but I actually think I know more the drama than you so I don't want to say (laughs) yeah exactly I always miss that as when I was a teenager of that thing you don't get as adults like no one has secrets anymore but do you remember how like when you were 14 like half your life was just keeping secrets trying to find out secrets and they were always really shit when you did find them out my life is still that way (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay, the secrets I have now are like, I'm cheating on my husband of 10 years. They're, they're yeah. a lot bigger. It's, it's a much bigger deal. Like exactly. we, we might lose our house this autumn. He's lost his job. It's, it's a bit, it's more bleak. It's not as much of kind of like Josh fancies Jason. It's like, it's not that big of a deal. It was more fun back then. It was a more innocent time. Uh, so this is how Brittany describes getting together with Justin. She said, he definitely asked me out. We were doing a radio show and this was before Baby One More Time came out. He knocks on the door and he's like, can I see Brittany? And my assistant didn't know who he was. And she was like, no, who are you? And I was like, no, it's Justin. That's how he asked her out? That's how he asked her out. But in 1999, something iconic is about to happen because midway through her support spot on the NSYNC tour, Baby One More Time comes out. All hell breaks loose. Plus shifting not just the dynamic of the world, but definitely the dynamic of her relationship with Justin. Because Mm -hmm. now she's not just the anonymous support act. People are going to the NSYNC tour to see Britney Spears. So now she's a pop superstar. She's not just a person, she's a persona. And her management team have decided her persona is sexy virgin. She's Mm -hmm. a sexy virgin. Her team told Justin and Brittany, they have to keep their relationship secret and they both have to tell the press that they're definitely going to stay yeah. a virgin until they're married. Which was kind of, be, to be honest, what this isn't new. <laughs> for starters, the sexy virgin has been around for a while. Yeah. And that's what every other pop star did basically is say they were gonna say she never did yeah. the, they never did the promise rings though did they no no they didn't. that was a, that was all the Jonas brothers wasn't it yeah that came way that was more the Miley and Selena vibe that did and yeah. Jessica Simpson and stuff but yeah she didn't do the they weren't quite doing that shit back then they're just telling us all they were virgin that's fine yeah so in 2001 Justin announces they're officially a couple by singing someone like you a song he wrote for Britney on stage and she's Ooh. in the audience and he dedicates it to her. Oh, okay, Justin. Okay, big moves. That, that is, is suave. That is suave. That is suave. That's smooth. And that's a grand, that's that's action. That's not just words. Yeah, that's action, Sakisa. Yeah, that's action. Yeah. However, I think if it's in front of, like, I couldn't, if someone tried to propose to me in front, in the public, oh. I think it's the same kind of feeling. I think I would feel so awkward. And like mm. everyone looking at me. Do you think, because if you're a performer, I think it's okay to like, you know, your girlfriend, your partner's in the audience and you say, this is a song I've written about them. And then everybody turns and claps. But it's, okay, it's different if you're a comedian. You can't be like, this routine is about my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she's in the second row. Can we big round of applause? Yeah. She's got chlamydia, everyone. Yay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> So they are now a big 
big couple. They're two of the biggest pop stars in the world. In an interview in 2001, Britney says, I'm not ashamed at all to say that I love him from the bottom of my heart. As far as love is concerned, with him, too much is not enough. He's everything. We've gone through so much together and we've known each other since we were 12 years old. We know each other inside and out. I mean, she's a teenager. That's fine. That's how you talk when you're a teenager. Yeah. That makes sense. That's fair. And to be honest, like they, they didn't know each other for like, what, five years? Which seven at years? that age is yeah, a long seven time. seven years, which is a lot for you when you're a teenager. Yeah, you go through. She is right. They are going through a lot. Even just anyone, if you knew anyone, you, you could say that, much less yeah. them becoming wildly famous. So... I and you think, think of the pressure that they're both on. She comes from mm. such a chaotic, troubled background. All this pressure on her that she must succeed. She must succeed from like as far, you know, from nine years old. She's been told the future of her family depends on her. And she's been presented to the world as this sexy virgin. Meanwhile, Justin, the same amount of pressure being put on him. And at the time, he's in this really stressful court case with his former manager to try mm-hmm. and get the band released from a really awful contract. So the fact that they, they you know, even their moms have the same name. They've got I know. This- <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you really into that part. <laughs> I will also say, however, I feel like at this point, in terms of this situation at this moment in time yeah britney's becoming more famous than justin definitely because justin wasn't considered the good one at the time that was jake that was jc it was jc we justin all know JC for jc had the better verse in the back 100 percent. jc should have been the star but justice for jc is if you're not if you, if you don't already know that hashtag when this episode comes out i'm putting that as a hashtag on the on our instagram yeah. posts about this couple justice for jc i'm 100 even when they did when justin won his vma for best like the greatest one and then they brought out nsync yeah and I remember, doing, yeah. yeah and even at the end JC was like, baby, baby, baby. Ruined it for him. And I yeah. was like, yes, JC. That's Show right. Them. He Show was like, I, may I remind you, sir, I'm the one that can yeah. sing. Literally, that's what it was. And I was sitting there going, yeah, you show them. It was great. It was, it was, it was like, imagine if like Michelle was 10 times more talented than Beyonce. <laughs> she came out. It was like, imagine that. Yeah. She's not, guys. It's hard she's to not, she's, not. <laughs> she's not. She's not. I was going to say Kelly because Kelly is kind of close, but yeah, Michelle, Ke- no. Kelly's obviously close. But yeah. Not- no, yeah, but just yeah. not. But JC was. And so, but you're right though, because Britney also was internationally famous in a way that NSYNC, yeah, NSYNC quite wasn't, wasn't yet. Mm-hmm. They got there and like, they, they were getting there. 99, 2000s, they were, it was getting there, but they never, ever got as huge no. by any stretch it as Britney. It wasn't until the second album. Yeah, No Strings Attached. No Strings Attached. Bye, Which bye, was a bye. sick album. I purchased that album on CD. We all have that album. Let's not laugh ourselves. Love we all have that album. I still listen so to that album. Let's not laugh ourselves. It's, it's a, a great album. album. The, the title song, Baggin'. Yes, it is. But, Underrated. Um, even the fact that how, because in America, they were obviously doing their sold yeah. out tours or whatever. But at that time, everyone really cared about Britney. And 100%. Britney was having out the songs, even though the first album was whack. It was really about the second album. The singles were great. The videos mm-hmm. were great. Crazy, you know, mm-hmm. born to make you happy. And then we went into Oops, I Did It Again. Oops, I Did It Again yeah. with the red cat suit. With yeah. the red cat she, suit. So, yeah, she was way more famous than him. So, And he would have known that outside of America. When they traveled around Europe, they were playing like little festivals like... I don't know, Radio 1 Roadshow and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas Britney was like playing like the O2 or whatever the O2 was back then. So 
Yeah, a lot of pressure on this little tiny couple. So, Grania, what happened? <laughs> well, first of all, so we were talking about the difference between words and gestures. So uh-huh. I think Justin is a gesture. He's a gesture king. Uh, for her 19th birthday, he had 26 dozen roses sent to her Palm Springs Hotel and then had petals of 10 dozen roses spread around the room. So nothing to do with 19, the age she was turning. <laughs> it feels like yeah. he missed a trick. <laughs> Yeah, I'm Discuss. like, okay, Justin, you're not that smart. Okay, cool. Yeah, I was, I was doing the math. And I was like, this doesn't add up ever. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. This is the think, other problem with child stars. I think you would just walk in and go, oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Sakisa, as someone who likes acts of service and actions, I guess yeah. acts of service is not the same as a grand gesture like this. Yeah. Yeah. But are you into this kind of thing with like rose petals and flower? I like flowers. I love flowers. But... The whole like rose petals on the bed type thing. No. What would people, you do if that happened? I'm kind of like, who's going to clean up the mess? That's right. And, they, and they're going to start wilting before you yeah. know it. I'm like, I'm like, it may look pretty for a minute. For a but minute. But then the question will always be, who's going to clean up this mess? Who's got to clean up? Yeah. Well, no. And the worst part is we know the answer to that question. It is not him. Yeah, That's exactly. The, that, we know that. <laughs> I write roses in a vase, please. Just saying. Yeah. So then uh, we're now entering 2001, which was just peak. So here's really a, a whistle stop tour through what they accomplished 2001. Mm-hmm. They attend the VMAs on the red yep. carpet. Double denim. Double denim. Big moment. The big Sakeesh moment was been, the double denim. Sakish has been waiting for this. <laughs> yeah. The bit that I was waiting for. The double denim moment. Was he in the cowboy hat or she in the cowboy hat? She was in the, he was in the hat. cowboy hat. He, he was, was in the cowboy hat. Because he had the cowboy hat and sunglasses. Oh, right? yeah. Cowboy hat, glasses, denim jacket. Patchwork. Patchwork. Flared trousers. <laughs> Flared trousers. And guys. she was in like a strapless. Like a bustier. Dress, bustier dress. And it was the length of the dress. It was so long. It was so <laughs> long. And she was wearing like boot heels. And I was like. And it was like a fishtail skirt. It like went in at the knees and then out again. And then she didn't she have a little um, classic 2001, like a gold uh, coin, like hip hugger yeah. chain on the hips. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think she did. Yeah. None of us are looking at this picture. This is all just <laughs> memory. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was stapled. Like everyone saw, even if you like, especially around that time, like I said, MTV was big around that time. Mm. It was everywhere. It was the front covers of of the tabloids, especially the VMAs. The VMAs yeah. is a big deal. They really mattered. They really, they like people cared about the VMAs. As you yeah. run in the red carpet, and you two dressed up hand in hand in double denim. <laughs> Woo! That is going to be front page news, and yeah. it was like even like your parents saw it. Like people that had no interest in any of this crap, like they remember this outfit. It was yeah. huge. And people huge. recreated it up until this day for Halloween. Yeah. yeah, it's Halloween in a couple of weeks from us recording yeah. and I will see a Britney and Justin on the street. I and might if I even don't, do I'll it. I'll be upset. I was going to ask you if you've, if you've ever done it, if you've already done it already. No, I've always been Because it's quite hard Halloween. to, I think the reason, it's, it's actually quite hard to do her bit <laughs> because to find that dress is quite tough, but it can be done guys. So no excuses. So they do the double denim. It's Britney oh, performs the snake. They perform at the, at the Super <sighs> the Bowl snake. halftime show. I'm yep. a slave. slave. And for my money, her last great song, Slave for You. I said oh, really? It. Yeah. I don't, oh. I've post, not a toxic girl. I know, come at me, but Slave for You is her last great, great, great song for me. And, and that's going to be controversial. Great. It's controversial. It's such a great song, though. It hasn't been topped. Sorry. Circus was probably the last good song, and then that was it. 
I don't like the album. The Circus album itself right. was crap. The song was good. The album before Circus was a banger. And that concert was a banger. That big concert she did. The Onyx yeah, Hotel was, concert. Yeah, the Onyx, yeah. Was sexy. It was, mm, I was like, okay, Britney, sexy. <laughs> <laughs> What's yours, Grania? What's your favorite Britney song while we're here? I, okay, it's cheesy and I don't even think it's her best song, but I like Overprotected. Really? Wait, the original just... or the remix? Oh, I think the original. I know Ooh. it's it's I don't know why, but I think that's the, I mean, that's I the Irish always... in her coming out. That's why it is. It is. I was more of a Christina girl. I'm just putting it out there. I would say we all saw that. See, coming. I, I love Christina. Christina. Strict is one of my favorite albums ever. Oh, so good. However, I just don't think she had as many bangers. Mm-hmm. She has the best voice out of that whole '90s vibe coming into the early noughties she had the best voice i just don't think it was utilized the best it was after stripped oh yeah we haven't got time to get into this but i disagree anyways <laughs> let's let's that's another let's, podcast let's do another one it's another i mean the britney versus christina give me like six episodes yeah. well let's use this this tension to create <laughs> a little tear in the time loop because what i want you to imagine Sakita, is there is um, a little flip blown has suddenly just appeared in your pocket and it's 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 covered in diamante oh who put that there bring 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 it's Britney, bitch. She's inviting you back to 2001. Her and Justin are going for a night on the town. What do you imagine a night out with Britney and Justin at the height of their fame and their love being like? Talk us through that night. I just imagine them going to, I don't, I don't, in my head, I imagine them just going to a cinema and just eating popcorn. That's how I see them doing it. They're just very cheesy. What do you imagine they're like? I mean, I agree. And what do you imagine they're like dynamic being as a couple if you're with them for a night out? I like, just think they're very them- much over each, like all over each other. It's very cutesy. Oh, okay. I see them being very cutesy and Britney being like complimentary. Yeah. And like she's very positive and just as like, yeah, babe. Yeah. I imagine them having lots of teasing, lots of pet. Because remember when they did the celebrity basketball game and he had the shirt saying, she had the shirt saying pinky and he had the shirt saying stinky. Yeah. And then, and he, and her number was like one half. And that was because she's, oh, that's because he farts all the time around me. Yeah. And I just imagine her like teasing him a lot and lots of gentle ribbing back and forth. They'd be throwing popcorn at each other. Yeah, exactly. Like mm-hmm. Yeah. Very cutesy. You're right. Yeah. Even though they would have been in their, yeah. Cause even though they're like 19, 20, they're so acting like 15, 16 vibes. Yeah. Very much like teenage. Yeah. I hear you. I, I think that's what I would picture as well. So, okay, so you guys go to the cinema. I'm imagining you're going to see Fast and the Furious. Is this, is this pre, is Fast and the Furious around this time period? In many ways, it's always been around. Okay, Grania. so I imagine you go, we go see, I imagine you're all wearing matching Juicy Couture tracksuits. You're this all, is pre-Juicy. I know, but, but it's, you're all wearing sort of matching sort of like leisure wear. I like that. Okay, cool. Baseball caps. I see a lot of baseball caps. Obviously, a lot of chewing gum. Yeah. A lot of chewing gum. Yeah, they're always chewing gum. Yeah, they're really into their breath. Uh, so where do you go after? So you've been to the cinema. You've seen See a Fast and the Furious with Brittany and Justin. W- where do you think you guys go afterwards? You go somewhere to get dessert. Okay. That's very, she's totally right. That is what they would do. Go get ice cream somewhere. Yeah, so get a Sunday and share That's a Sunday. So true, they would get a Sunday. Get a Sunday <laughs> and share it. That is, first of all, very American, very Southern, and very like young. Yes, <laughs> to go get to go get an ice cream sundae. Get an ice cream sundae. 
It's all what happens in all the movies. All it's the not movies. made up, guys. It's real. And do you no, think yeah, is but... Britney is she sort of chatty to you? How do you think they're are are they, are they how 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 no, you know who do that think... love thing where they put the spoon in each other's <sighs> mouths and yep. it's one spoon, one dessert. Do you feel like they just basically wouldn't be talking to you very much? No, you'd be a third wheel the whole time. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I'm I agree. Very I insular would, I couple. I would just be like, who stick can I suck right now? Who's right? <laughs> To get out of this day. Get out of this day. <laughs> I Let me just Brit- show you my dance moves, guys. Yeah. I'm bored. <laughs> so dead right now. I can imagine Britney very much like looking to Justin for sort of reassurance and being like wanting, needing compliments all the time. I imagine Britney being quite needy. Well, yeah. I mean, her insecurity comes out later on in life. So I'm sure the seeds were there at that age. <laughs> Well, she certainly was mad about the boy because she starts filming Crossroads, iconic film in 2001. Oh, so the director wants her to try and get into character because the part she's playing is supposed to be quite sort of like artistic and sensitive. So the director gives her a notebook and says, why don't you just doodle or write your thoughts into this mm-hmm. notebook? And okay. then she said she peeped over her shoulder to see what Brittany had been writing in her notebook. And all she'd been writing was Brittany and Justin over and over. Oh my gosh, she's like 20 now. <laughs> That's not good. Wake up, snap out of it. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, Kim Cattrall was on set. Why didn't she be like, oh, honey, no. <laughs> Why didn't she pull her aside? Yeah. You don't need a man. <laughs> Seriously. The man's not the centre of your world. That's what people no. should have been telling her. That's oh. right. And P.S., if you're going to pick one, J.C. was right there. Oh. <laughs> I'll tell you what I think it is. I think it's God. God probably was like the song oh. that she was like, he's mine. That is true. Gone was, oh God, what that was great. Do you remember Gone, Grania? No. Oh, it's an NSYNC song, black and white it, video, very it was, moody. It was the one that basically said, Justin is now the star. Yeah, big time. He's wearing like a, a white vest top in the video and it's all black and white and very moody. And it's really showcasing his voice. It's a great, great tune. Recommend. So uh, it's around this time that Britney is trying to sort of transform her image a little bit more. Sort of uh-huh. get older, try and get a little bit sexier. So she hires choreographer Wade Robson oh, to classic. help her with her I'm a slave for you. We video. know where this is going. <laughs> I know what's coming next. So in an interview, Wade says... I get to drive Britney's sexual energy into her performances. I bet you do. She tells me her fantasies and we interpret them together through dance. <laughs> through a horizontal dance. So, Sakisha, if, if, if you were in, if you, were, you like dancing, if somebody were to say that to you in a dance class, how would, how, if you know, I really would like to interpret your sexual fantasies through dance what would your reaction be? I might actually spit in the face, as in like, <laughs> it might, that's what might happen. Just well, because the whole concept of that is so stupid. That's Wade. But sadly, little 21-year-old Brittany feels slightly different about it. Mm-hmm. And again, at this, peer, this bit of the pod is very much the allegedly. Because very nobody allegedly. is quite sure what happened. But, but we're kind of sure what happened. So <laughs> apparently around this fine time, Justin finds a, be- a piece of paper mm-hmm. that he considers proof that something is going on between Brittany and Wade. So I just yep. think he's trying to make excuses, but you carry on. I'd love to know what's on that piece of paper. 
Then Brittany is overheard at a house party going into the toilet and drunk dialing Justin for 30 minutes. And apparently the conversation they have is loud enough for people to hear. She comes out of the bathroom. She starts crying. And then girls of the party comfort her and tell her that if a guy is willing to break up with her over a phone, he's not good enough for her. She then leaves the party and tries to gate crash an NSYNC after show party where Justin's security team get her chucked out. From from the phone call onwards, I can see every single bit of that being completely true. 100%, especially the half hour bathroom phone call that was so loud the whole party could hear it. If that's not Britney Spears, I don't know what is. That is 100% that happened. I can hear her yelling on the phone from here. Just in so, her southern voice. I can hear yeah, it was, Justin, you can't do this now. I can hear it definitely. <laughs> Also around this period, Britney's parents are officially splitting up. They're getting a divorce. Sure. Oh, so it's double whammy. There's a lot going on for poor little Britney Jean. Uh, she goes on Diane Sawyer and says, oh, yeah. I think everyone has a side to their story to make them feel a certain way. To make them feel, you know, I'm not technically saying he's wrong, but I'm not technically saying he's right either. Yeah, that famous Diane Sawyer. Yep. Mm. She's saying he's right. But it did. Is this the one where he- she cried on? Yeah. Okay. No, oh, I thought the one she cries. No, no, no. The one where she cries is way later. That's oh, like 2008. Okay. okay That's when she's heading towards a breakdown. This is just her. And, this is when Dan Sawyer asks her about like being a virgin, and it's really like problematic now to watch. But oh, I she see. She doesn't cry. Yeah, she doesn't cry yet. And it's also around this time the infamous dance battle. If it occurred, it occurred around this time. Have it's, 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 <laughs> Sakisha, have you heard about this dance battle? I have not heard of this. Uh, no. <laughs> oh my God. So apparently... Who's having dance battles? What? Apparently, Britney was in the same club as Justin and the two of them had a dance battle. That did not happen. That okay. did not happen. That's ridiculous. That as, much as, the phone, as much as the phone call did happen, that did not happen. You're talking for laugh now. That's ridiculous. No. I think no they like, both were in a nightclub. me. Pow, 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 pow. <laughs> When did this become like what, that, one of those movies from the 2000s? Stop the Yard. Not, no, when, did, when did this become Stop the Yard? Stop the Yard, Who no. has not had a dance battle with their ex-boyfriend? Come on. <laughs> oh, Lord. I do. It's called, have, have you never seen Riverdance? That's how Irish people break up with each other. <laughs> <laughs> so around this period, Justin is embarking on his own solo career. Now, it's nobody... Happening. on has yet uh, okay at this period nobody had yet launched a really well very few people had launched a successful solo career from a boy band so there weren't a lot of precedents for somebody like justin making it at this at this time i I think bobby brown have a thing or two to say about that but okay (laughs) and george michael Michael, but let's go on (laughs) (laughs) so he releases for a single it peaks at 11 it's not doing well. And he's mm-hmm. styling himself as this old-fashioned, sensitive southern boy to the press. So his people start leaking stories to the press about how Britney is a terrible person. Mm-hmm. Then he goes on Barbara Walters and introduces the public to a song he's recently written about a woman who cheated on him and broke his yep. heart called Horrible Woman. <laughs> That's not what the song's called. No. It's horrible. He has written a song called Horrible Woman about a woman who broke his heart and sings it to Barbara Walters. 
<laughs> this is great. Okay. That is no, not that's what the, the song is called. Come that on is now. the track I need to hear. Horrible. Then horrible <laughs> woman. <laughs> You're a <real> bitch. <laughs> horrible woman. Horrible Your name's Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> then he releases Cry Me a River. Oh, sick. That song slaps, still slaps today. I love it. When the, when the beat, you know what? When Timberland comes in with, oh, that you know song, what? I'm sorry. It is, that is a special, special song. So far, that whole album is a special song. Al- and the video, the Britney lookalike it's, in you know the video. Is? This was such a moment. It's the beginning, just. Yep. And then, and then the call with, with, with. When the window and his little eyes down, peeking out. And the window comes down, you're like, oh shit. Justin's gone dark. The Britney lookalike in the, the Britney video. Britney lookalike in the video. This was such a moment. Do you remember when you first saw this, Grania? And you were like, that's meant to be Britney. I, cu- this I is Justin. couldn't believe I think because my mom worked in a sort of an electrical shop. So you would go in and there'd be a wall of TV screens. And I'm pretty sure I saw it for the first time on a Saturday when I was helping out there. It was oh a real, God. like, I felt like Elvis, you know? Yeah. In the, it uh, was like Elvis being on there, the Big Band show. It was, this was, I remember showing that video to my mom. I was like, look, mom, look, that's meant to be Britney. She was like, oh my God. Yeah, like, that, it was like, <laughs> but that was the thing. Everyone was like, that is it was Britney. Cult, that is Britney. It was a cult. And the video was so damning. Oh, it was so good. So Britney responds with her own video. Every time. With Stephen Dorff looking incredibly hot. Stephen Dorff looking incredibly hot. We're traumatised by all the press attention. She drowns herself in a bathtub. Oh, Prior yes. to that, she, yeah, she runs around a hotel room in a man's white shirt. It wasn't a great um, response. It, it really wasn't. <laughs> it was her, her decline was starting. It was, it was on its way. Yeah, because this is after. Yeah, because this is on the new album, obviously, after the breakup. Because yeah. the old album, he was on it, and she had to tour that show with him. Oh God! The, yeah. Oh God! I didn't know that. Oh my God! Well, so this begins Justin's period of just trash talking Britney in press interviews, and also Justin's period of finally now being as famous as her. Like this was, mm. we have to not let it go that Justin was now internationally. This was his solo career was enormous, like enormous, enormous. He was so famous. So, and again, there's, uh, there's an argument to be said that his eclipsing of Britney was very yeah. much off the back of being really horrible about her. There is, yeah. Press interviews. So he starts bragging about how, yes, he did have sex with her in interviews. He slags off Crossroads. In 2006, he brings out a single, What Goes Around Comes Around, <gasps> where Scarlett Johansson oh, yep. is styled to very much look like Britney Spears. Another sick song, sick video. And in the video, he catches her kissing his friend, and mm-hmm. then she accident- she ends up being killed by yeah, him in a car crash. accidentally in a car crash. Yeah. Oh yes, what goes around comes around. Comes around, goes around. Highly recommend. Yeah. He sings rehab while he's on tour, making oh, does he? Real sort of smirky reference to his ex's troubles. I went to go see Timberlake on tour when he came to London around this time, and it was sick. Not gonna lie, the boy could he could perform. In 2008, when presenting Madonna with her induction to the Rock Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Mm -hmm. he says, The world has always been full of Madonna wannabes. I might have even dated a couple. Oh, I mean... (laughs) I mean, I'm sorry, but these are, I, I'm not, I'm not, I, I don't hate that. I mean, it's a bit of fun. In 2011, <laughs> he calls Britney a bitch on stage during one of his okay. concerts. 
Okay, that's not nice. So he's, he's getting less sophisticated. Yeah, he's getting less sophisticated, that's right. It's getting a bit more crude. And then in 2018, after Britney announces her own residency there, he calls Las Vegas residencies retirement plans. Yikes, okay. And I think, I mean, we haven't really checked in with what little Britney is doing during this period. Basically, uh, Justin got married to, I can't even remember her name. She's Jessica Beale. Jessica yeah. Beale, just like, and it's still going. Each to their own, you know, and I'm still not a fan. I'm like, each to their own. They're doing it. And then uh, Britney got together with um, Kevin Federline. The relationship mm-hmm. didn't work out. Then she got together with that annoying guy on Instagram. The relationship has thankfully ended. And there's, I mean, there's been a lot where there's Sam Lufty. There, there's a lot. There's a lot. <laughs> but, there's a lot. Uh, but, but even but just during this time post-breakup, there was the high school guy she married in Vegas. Don't forget him. Yeah. And then K-Fed. So the, I think the K-Fed situation. And then the breakdown. All that was happening just while Justin's star was just rising and rising and rising and rising. And then pretty soon we get to kind of heading towards where we are now, which again would take another six podcasts to go through what Britney's been going through ever since. When do we officially have their breakup as, by the way? We'll say 2002, the official breakup. So they were only, this whole thing that people are still obsessed with now, the people, there are still people out there who insist. Two and a half years. And people, there's still people out there who think one day they'll get back together for every person who thinks- And this is the problem with Jay Love and Ben, because all the people that are obsessed with Brad and Jen and Justin and Brittany is giving them hope and it's not going to happen, guys. We've got to let this go. I kind of hope that how, because he's recently come out and apologized yeah. about his behavior. Yep. He went and apologized to like, her. You saw the breakdown. You want to come and save her. You're both different people. Come on now, Justin. Has he grown up or has the world changed and he's not allowed to get away with the entitled... You know, well, I think both. I think both. I think he was an entitled little brat, but he, because he was an entitled yeah. brat, and I think he's also. I think both things have happened. He's grown up. He's got kids. He's different. I think he has grown up. He's not a big star anymore. People don't like him anymore. He's not that popular nowadays. It kind of is what it is now. His career, whereas Britney's where she is now in her life. <laughs> what I found really I funny it. is that obviously before it kind of was like up until probably like four years ago. Or maybe even like two, two years ago, it was kind of like Justin was like, "I don't need NSYNC, I don't need them." He brought them out for his, like his reunion, like his um award Super Bowl award. thing. Well, no, he the award that he got from MTV Awards. Oh right, the Vanguard Award. Yeah, the Vanguard Award. He brought them out, being like, "Hey, just a little something, something for you fans." Yeah, little. Thing. And now he's like, "Should we go on tour, guys?" Yeah, and now <laughs> I was like, "Bye." Yeah, the country album vibe didn't work for him, but anyway, here we are. So. There was so much going for them. They mm. both were Southern. They both were child stars. They both had moms call in. <laughs> Why do you think so they burned so brightly, but so briefly? Why do you think Britney and Justin couldn't, couldn't make the distance? I, I think miscommunication during young love. Mm. I, I don't diplomatic. feel like if, if she did cheat, I don't think it was any more than maybe her potentially kissing him. I think you're right, yeah. I think that's how far it went. And then Justin having an ego took that into a different mindset. So yeah. I kind of think he should have just accepted the situation. Yeah. Like if that happened to now, I feel like it would have been a different response. Mm-hmm. Totally. Whereas when you're like 19, 21, at the top of your fame, you're like... Totally. 
I don't need no one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm gonna write a song about you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. As much as he obviously his reaction was utterly insane because he was 19 and full yeah. of himself and in a pop band and was like, how dare she? And mm. yeah, it, it was. She probably did just make out with her like dance teacher. Who amongst us? <laughs> and so, <laughs> like, who wouldn't? Who you seen? But uh, yeah, his reaction was crazy. And I guess he just ego just got the best of him and his male pride of like, yeah. I can't take that back. You know what I mean? Yeah. So second question, and we are very much talking about just in the context of their split, just the context of the split, and we wish them both all the love and all the stability. And Don't all- couch it in all this, Grania, let her answer, just let her answer the question. <laughs> we, know, we know the answer, let her say it. <laughs> in the great split between Brittany and Justin, who thrived and, and who simply survived? Who won the split? I mean, I don't even have to say it, do I really? Be brave, Sakisa, be brave. I don't have to say it. I feel like we all know. What we all know. And we the word know. survived is being used loosely. The fact that Elton John is trying to save Britney. <laughs> and failing. And failing. <laughs> oh, I wish someone would take help her. I, I really do. Like, because Britney, for me... And I was very much like, save Britney. Mm-hmm. Very much like, save Britney. I think a lot of free Britney people are like, oh, shit, we didn't really see this we didn't, we didn't through. Know. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't know it was going to be this. That's. I will say this, in terms of Britney and Justin, what I will say, you can really tell the split did, because since Justin, she has had a string of just not great guys. No. And Justin may have been a young dick at the time, but I... In he was the best one. To the guys, yeah. In comparison to the guys yeah. she's had since, it was like, the best it's one. been it's been downhill. And he's kind of not. Maybe... Off, he's not kind of. He's kind of not done the player thing that you would expect yeah. him to do. He, just... he had Cameron Diaz, which I'm sorry was great. He just yeah. he's done pretty well with girls. Yeah. Let's be honest. So he didn't go and... off the radar. He didn't do the bad boy kind of like. Especially yeah. when he started doing the solo stuff, he could have done the bad boy thing, but he and didn't. he never did. In terms of just the breakup, like yeah. it's clear that the breakup really did, I think, kind of break her quite a lot in terms of her like future romances yeah. in a way that it did not affect his feet. He did really well with romance afterwards. So I think you really can break it down to just the breakup. Yeah. He did better than her. Yeah, I think because when Federline happened, I saw that coming from a mile off. I was like, he is going to take you for what you can get. Oh, look, yeah, of course. Baby one. Baby two. Yeah, there you there go. We go. Done. <laughs> but I, I just think out of the whole split, Justin's just one, just from Crimea yeah. River. Just from yeah. Crimea River. Just from crime. I agree. Sorry. I grind his little sad face. View <sighs> listeners, if you can see it, she's heartbroken because yeah. she's lost her case, but she know she she's trying to win it back just through her heart. But I will say, okay, in the split. Justin might have won the split, but I think legacy-wise, Britney remains beloved at this moment of time. Beloved. We all root for her. We care about her. We're all very much on, on Britney's side and maybe we're not on Justin's side. I, you're trying and I appreciate it, Grania. So we're going we're gonna to let you have it. Because the problem with Britney is that what's happened to her now is starting to eclipse any of her successes. She's becoming, there's a whole generation of people who don't know Britney as a musician. They just know her as this person on Instagram acting this way and being this sort of mess in public. So that's something to think about, you know. So her legacy is kind of being sort of tarnished quite heavily here. She's to the point she's being remembered for the wrong thing. Sorry, I'm sorry. 
I don't think Granny's ever been so angry with me. But what I will say, and I, then we, what I will say, if we're talking about in the history of pop music, Britney's place in the history of pop music is iconic in a way that Justin never will be. Baby One More Time yeah. changed music history in a way that nothing he's done has ever, there's no equivalent. No, no, I, I'll give Grania this one. Culturally, I'll give you that. Baby One More Time will always be a culturally big thing. But I think it always will now come with a footnote of what happened to her. That's all I'm saying. I'm, I'm saying it. We'll have to agree to disagree. We have one more question for you, Sakisa. <laughs> Put your thinking cap on. Let's see if you can think of someone to be with. The one, the only, Cher. Isn't she dating some 20-something? Yeah, well. Yeah, but we don't believe in that. It's not canon. Oh, who, Jackman? <laughs> Ooh, oh, Hugh, and he's recently single. Oh, interesting. Nice one. Yes. Yeah, he, he, yes. He, he's a song. He's a song and dance man. Yeah. He's yeah. Wolverine. He just came back on the scene. Yeah. He's recently single out of a long, long, long relationship. He could do with a bit of fun in Vegas. He likes an older share. woman. He, his his yep. ex-wife, older woman. Yeah, exactly. He's hot. Yeah. That is a good fucking answer. He's got stamina. He really came to you. He will keep. Yeah. See, your bones know. Your bones know. Yeah. Your bones know. That was a good one, oh. Sakisa. Well done. Where can our listeners find you? What are you up to? Uh, you What's can going? find me on Instagram. I'm normally on Instagram. It's Sakisa Comedy. Or if you type in Twix Comedy, it still pops up. Um, I'll be on tour next year. So find oh, me on tour. My first yes. ever tour. So come and see that. Um, and because... what's what's the name of your tour so they can Google it? So the tour, I, I think we're sticking with what the show was called, which is Hear Me Out. I wanted yep. to go a big, I want to go a big pizzazz because I'm a diva in it. So I wanted to go full guns blazing, but no, we're just going to keep it to a very simple Hear Me Out. But come and see the show. Um, It was reviewed in Edinburgh as a five-star if, show. If you didn't so... get a chance to five see the show in Edinburgh, I was getting, I was getting cataracts from all the stars your show was getting so uh... <laughs> <laughs> well so we have we... there's a surprise in it as well so do come and see the show Ooh, oh exciting well you had an iconic couple your iconic comedian go see our show and have an iconic time yeah amazing thank you so much sakisa thank you bye the Way They Were is an Amanda Redman production produced by Abby Weaver and Amanda Redman. We want to hear your celebrity couple crush, so email us on thewaytheywerepod at gmail.com or find us on Twitter at thewaytheywerepod and we're on Instagram at thewaytheywerepodcast. Thanks to you for listening. Until the next time, goodbye. Goodbye. The, the Way They, they Were. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.